everybody welcome back to another edition of rapid recap here at inside nebraska with me as always is greg smith and i'm zach carpenter today was a 31 14 nebraska win over purdue and nebraska has their first three game winning streak since 2016 first unbeaten month officially in of october um unbeaten october month first time since in 22 years they have won five of their last six and they are one win from bowl eligibility greg as all of that is kind of amazing, and it's funny, as you say them all, I'm trying to think in my mind which one of those things is the most amazing thing at the moment. I'm going to say the five of the last six, one in five of the last six, uh, because who would have thought back then that this would be the situation that we yep, would find exactly. ourselves in right now? Um, even though, I mean, the, what, like 2,500-plus days since the last um, three-game winning streak is, all, streak is also pretty incredible as well. Um, and it seemed like Matt Rule was his... his he doesn't want to say he's well aware of all of these things, but it seemed like he was well aware of all of those kind of things and the team getting the monkey off its back. Yeah, I think he's definitely aware of, uh, of where, where the team stands because he was talking about it um, before he came into the press conference. And um, uh, he said it was 15 minutes of, of, uh, of talking from Rule mm -hmm. after the game, and it's a long press conference, and uh, he had a bunch of great quotes in there. So... Um, I encourage you guys, after you watch this video, go over to the Matt Rule press conference video that we have on the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. Um, and encourage you guys to like this video, subscribe to the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel so you can get these videos dropped directly in your feed. Like Rule's full post-game right. comments after the game because he had, he had some things in there where he said uh, he was asked um, what what would a bowl what would getting to a bowl game mean? What would one more win mean? Yeah. Um, and he's like, I deal in reality, so like. I, I tried, I, he said, I heard from somebody when I was walking in here, like, just one more, coach, just yeah. one more. He's like, well, I don't want one more. Like, do you want one more? Like, I want more of them. And he talked about how uh, he told the team that uh, he's like, I now I hear, it was one of those rule things where yeah, like he was telling the team, like, into it. <laughs> it was sort of a Nick Saban don't drink the rat poison type deal okay. where it's like, people are telling you now, like, you're in the, you're in the Big Ten West race, you're in the Big Ten West race. He's yeah. like, well, you were in the Big Ten West race when you started the season. You were in the <laughs> right. Big Ten championship, national championship conversation mm -hmm. when you began the season. It wasn't until you lose that you're out of it. So he was talking about um, just sort of staying the course, which is what he what he does, what they do each week is uh, go 1-0 each week. And I think that's very important because of, like, you don't see him get too high or too low. Yeah. Like, when at least when they're talking to us, it's sort of like that – stay even keel, keep the process going because we know what's out in front of them right now, the yeah, opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. But we also know it's 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 an interesting thing, as you are saying there too, like the balance that Rule seems to be able to strike, and very well at that, of on one hand, cause, and maybe because we get a little bit of a peek inside of the program with some of the videos and stuff. We saw him like crowd surfing last week after the win um, over Northwestern. Um, I'm sure they had something that happened in the locker room this game as well, like a rousing speech, all of that. Oh, yeah. But there's the ability to celebrate these victories because I, I will say this forever after going through the last you know handful of years of Nebraska football winning is hard I'm gonna say it again winning is hard and so all of them all the victories need to be celebrated but that doesn't mean that you kind of get away from kind of the daily process and grind that you have to go to to continue to get better as a program, which is something that Rule has got kind of instilled into these guys. You talk to them and they all talk about still like 1% better, one play, what's next, all of that stuff. Um, and that's a really good thing for a program that it they're ascending, I guess we could say. I mm -hmm. think it's fair I, to say that right now. If you win five of your last six, I yeah, would say. I would, yeah, I would yeah, say that. Saying. That's that's fair. Um, but they are still hungry. 
that's a really good thing. And that's the most important takeaway I had from the from the press conference was Ty Robinson um, was available. He was the first player to speak after Rule, and he was asked, "What does this show you? Like, what what does this recent run of success show you? What is winning pulling this game out um, show you?" And he said that Coach Rule's process works. Um, he he's gotten them to to believe in that they actually are a good team that they're full of good players and that they can win and he's been instilling that process like you said um all throughout the offseason now we're seeing it start to show up in games because i mean they were up 14 nothing at half and i don't know if you felt this way yeah. um, but it felt at half like you would have been surprised if nebraska lost this game and that's just that's the that was the feeling in my in my gut like I'm gonna be surprised if they lose this game and it got a little hairy late yeah. it got down to 24-14 before Alex Bullock uh, recovered an onside kick and then Emmett Johnson had, got the insurance touchdown um, um, late for the 31-14 score that Tommy Hill then ended with his interception but when they were at 14 nothing at halftime it was like I don't I feel like Nebraska's gonna win this game I would be surprised if they lost and that's a totally different feeling than we've had before. I completely agree with you. And I do think that we very quickly got to that point relatively, right? Like if we, if we talk about, I guess the, in the last six weeks is kind of when that, that feeling built. Um, and of course, part, a, a large chunk of that, at least for me, is the way that the defense is playing. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. think when they got up 14, nothing, especially when they got up 21, nothing, I didn't think there was any way that they were going to lose that game because they just weren't going to give up that many points. It would have had to have been some sort of special teams or like a, well, we a 55-yard fumble I, just, I walked myself right into that, um, yes, or, or something like that to happen like three times and then to end up losing that game. Um, and so, yeah, so there, there's a large amount of confidence in that defense right now. As we've been saying here, it feels like now, I feel like for most of the season, because I think that we were both kind of in the same boat early on that this defense was for real, um, even when they were playing, I guess, quote-unquote, you know, lesser competition or whatever, I thought that there were signs there that the defense was really good. Um, they continued that. The problem, the only, the thing is, the offense obviously yeah. has been kind of, it's, it's so hard to explain because on one hand, there was some play calling and sequencing that looked really, really good. And there were some smart things that they did, or especially in that first half, that were just like this close to really break it and they could have bro broke the thing wide open. And then there's some other stuff that they just can't execute, especially in short yardage. They've got to clean that up. Obviously, the turnovers, um, but that's a whole different topic for a whole different day, but it has to get cleaned up if they're going to continue to ascend the way that they are right now to continue pushing forward. Yeah, exactly. And the positives first. I mean, like you said, Satterfield was calling, uh, I thought, um, some a good. A really good game. And he was up in the booth today. Yep. I did, uh, didn't realize that until, um, until a little later that he was up in the booth instead of being on the field calling mm -hmm. the game. And Greg, they had a 15-play 87-yard yeah. drive Old over school. eight minutes and 52 seconds of action, and they finish it off with a touchdown and a 7 nothing lead because they didn't have a single penalty on that drive. No penalties, and then they get um, the interception by Tommy Hill, yep. and then the next play, their first offensive play is the 73-yard uh, touchdown from Harburg to, to Jaden Doss for 14 nothing lead. That's when it started to sort of take off. I know what the, some of the plays you're talking about. I know one of them was the Jaden Doss, uh, or Jalen Lloyd, excuse mm -hmm. me. Jalen Lloyd, um, uh, handoff, reverse. Yeah, uh, the yeah reverse. 
the yeah. drive after he caught the touchdown. Yeah. He then they then came back and ran that reverse, and I thought he was going to cut that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, it was Jalen Lloyd with the yeah, seventy-three yeah. yard touchdown, not yeah. Jaden Doss. Because well, uh, yeah, because the West Side Connection had a big yeah, day today. Right. Um, it, he came back around. I thought he was going to put his foot in the in the ground and then cut back inside and then yep. be gone. Because obviously, yep. when he gets in the that open field with that that, that speed, um, you're not going to catch him. And then it was just one like, and a good credit to Purdue at number four. Kydren I can't. Jenkins. Yes, I, he's yeah. there best player on defense maybe their best player overall and he made a great play shed a block and then got back in on Lloyd um, but that was one that was just a beautifully called play um, just didn't yeah. work on that one. I mean we talked so much about Isaac Gifford's big play against Northwestern on that screen pass that he that he stopped because yeah. it was a 60 yard touchdown if he doesn't same thing with Jenkins on that play yeah. where he shed a Nate Borkinger block and and made a really good one-on-one -on -one -on -one tackle in space against Jalen Lloyd at state uh, state champion yeah. track like uh like, I mean, track speed, as the proverbial saying yeah. goes. And it was that close to breaking it open for a 21 nothing lead. But then Nebraska gets the big field goal block, return for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, and Quentin Newsom and Tommy Hill, they had a day. They had a day and a half. Yeah, I mean, Newsom was on the ball with uh, when Alex, uh, yeah. Alex Bullock muffed the punt in the first quarter. It was Newsom who recovered the, recovered the fumble. And that was the, what set up the first score, the first yeah. uh, touchdown drive. Tommy Hill's interception sets up the second touchdown. Newsom with the field goal mm -hmm. return for a touchdown. So 21 nothing lead, and a, a, the big setup was from their their corners, who we're going to have to come up with a new nickname for them. We're working on we're, it. We're workshopping. We're, we're trying to figure it out. Uh, but they're definitely deserving of a nickname after a performance like that. And both of them have been playing well here lately, right? We can, You can always see the flashes from Tommy Hill and why they like him so much, yeah. right? Like, you see it. He still has a couple plays here and there where you're like, okay, we see how you kind of ended up in the doghouse as well. Um, so you see kind of the Tommy Hill experience. Uh, but Quentin Newsom has been rock solid all season long, though, and so to ha have him have another big game is great to see. Yeah, and that defense, like you said, I mean, less than 200 yards allowed on, mm -hmm. on defense and less than 100 passing yards, less than 100 rushing yards, and still you feel like there was more on the table. They had three takeaways today. <laughs> Uh, two picks and a fumble recovery, and there was still stuff left on the table because Nebraska's offense had five fumbles, four lost. The 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 fumbles finally caught up to them because they had three fumbles apiece in yeah. each of the last four games. They now have a nation-leading 24 fumbles, and coming into the game, it was 19 fumbles, seven lost, which is really really good luck. And then that kind of the chickens kind of came home to roost there um, today with the offense. So kind of a perfect again perfect win because in uh for matt rule specifically yeah I mean, like because he could he has teaching points but yeah. it's better teaching a loss it all or set, teach after a win yeah it, it all sets up perfectly for that whether or not um you get you can go to the teach tape with the offense and say here's the things that you got to do special teams as well even mm -hmm. though you had some nice plays you had the fumbles as well the muff punt um the defense they did not get their fourth quarter shut out um <laughs> again um they were all kind of upset it seemed about like letting that touchdown happen um but you know it, it like you said it's it's better to kind of teach all of that stuff and correct it in a win um, to keep the guys hungry to then try to go get the drive for six and complete that next week. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to say this. I don't want to jinx it, but uh, for anybody, I think they, other than Omar Brown going down with what looked like a, a concussion, seemed like they got out of the game yeah. relatively healthy, yeah. which would be another big bonus. That'd be nice. that, that exhale that but, I had was, for them is, man, they, they got to stay healthy. Yep, and the last thing I was going to say, um, uh, before we hopped on, I was like, I'm going to save it for the podcast. 
Rule snuck in there in his post-game press conference, something when he was talking about yeah. not looking ahead, going 1-0. Uh, he was talking about the National Football League. When you're there, when you're in the playoffs, you worry about winning a playoff game, not we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And he said, I haven't been to the, he said, in the college football playoff, I'm assuming because I haven't been there yet. And he yeah. said, yeah, he said the word yet. Yeah. And I feel obviously that was just a small little thing, but he yeah. also talks about when we go to a bowl game and when we get he those said bowl that all year. Yeah. game practices. It was just another little thing I noticed where it's like, ah, yeah, not this year, obviously, but yeah. talking but about re- But things. remember, to go think all the way back, to call back to the beginning of this pod when we were talking about the players talking about believing in the process. Ty Robinson mm-hmm. said the proce- uh, Matt Rule's process works. Part of that process is something that we saw with the offensive line early on, right, what we saw with the team overall, and that's him instilling confidence in this team, right, by him saying, remember him way back when, I feel like it may have been in the spring where he started talking about, yeah, you know, the bowl practices or, you know, yeah. when we have the extra game or, you know, stuff and like you just, that. Your ears and you're up. just like, yeah, your ears just kind of perk up. But I think that you, him saying that stuff out loud to a team that needed confidence, that had talent, enough talent to win more than they had been, but just needed confidence, I think did has done wonders for this program. And my last point on all of that is, is that they're doing that while have being down so many players. Yeah. To then go back to be able to say to all these guys, oh yeah, you're winning and you could potentially make this bowl game. You know, it looks really good. Um, even without, you know, and just start naming all these guys, that shows you that you did have enough talent to win more games than you did. And that's just another tip of the hat to Matt Rule. Yep, and you're in the recruiting sphere. So if they have guys on campus who that <laughs> could help them in that in that regard. It's a big help. Yeah, it's a big help to see, see something like this uh, pop off, especially when you lose a guy a couple commits in the last yeah. week um which i don't think was because they were losing but no uh that's that's a conversation for another day that'll be for, for tomorrow's recruiting blitz with, with me and jansen uh we'll talk about that there that's the perfect plug my god it's like you've done this before once or twice so recruiting blitz with uh with greg smith and jansen coburn will be uh will be coming out this week on on monday morning and as always you can find that on the inside nebraska youtube channel again encourage you guys to subscribe to the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel and like this video and head to InsideNebraska.com where we have a bunch of bunch of post-game written coverage. Uh, I have a column that'll be up right around the time that you're listening to this. Steve, uh, Steve Marek went through the five most impactful plays of the game. We got instant analysis and all sorts of all sorts of stuff over there to talk about. 31-14 Nebraska over Purdue and uh, third it's a third demon the third demon from the Scott Frost era that's been exercised so far. They didn't get uh, Matt Rule and company did not get Minnesota, but they got <laughs> Illinois, which they lost two, three times in a row. They got Northwestern when they had lost six of the last nine. Now they got Purdue and they had yeah. lost four of the previous five. So little by little, they're yeah. slaying little We're giants um, uh, as the rule process and tenure continues. So again, for Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter and we'll catch you guys again next time.